The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who don't understand English, or those who get all of their news from Twitter. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a Harry Chrome Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Shar Arcane. And I'm Lansing Mike. And we're back! <laughs> oh, it has felt like... When did we last record? It's... Well, December 8th. Okay, so it's been a month. So it, we, it has been a month. We, we skipped a session, and but then there was lots in there because of holidays and all that. Yeah, and, b- between all of the holidays, yeah, we skip stuff, other people skip stuff, and... One thing that I had planned on doing earlier in December fell through mm. due to the upper respiratory infection that seems to be hitting all of Michigan. It yes. like everybody has it. Luckily, mine's just in my sinuses, so it just makes some interesting snot in the mornings and sucks all the energy out of me. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. People are not energetic enough. Um, to be able to do all of the wonderful things mm-hmm. that they want to do. Which we'll go into later. Uh, yeah. I missed an event because I was just like, I just, I know. I'm not feeling sexy fun times. Yeah. So, let's see here. I had a, a solo thing with Sling Bear. Okay. That was uh, fun. Um, oh, that's right. That's because like, hey, you want to record? And it's like, yeah. I've got a date. And I've like, uh, yeah, I've I've got a wild date with Sling Bear, and yeah, we, uh, yeah, it you know, he, great guy. He needs he needs somebody more regular than me. I mean, that's why I always feel really, guilty about like if yeah. anyone wanted to hook up with me as a regular like fuck buddy or something. No, I'm really like hit or miss and frequent. I'm not. It's not a matter of dependability, but just, yeah, the frequency I'd want to pursue fun. It's like, I got other things to do. I like fun, but (laughs) only when there's like, it's, there's the time for it and I'm of the mood and that rarely strikes at the same time. Yeah. He, he needs to find somebody that he can, you know, not just share kinky, sexy times with, but also, you know, share the housework Mm. with, um, so, but I found out that. In high school, he was a swimmer, Ooh. and I was like, "I'm sorry, I, I can't quite picture that." Because you know, Sling Bear is this big bearish guy, and I I couldn't, I could not in my head picture him, a hundred and twenty pounds lighter by his own admission, and shave completely smooth. And I, and that's <laughs> okay. If you want some nightmare fuel, people, Google search shaved bears. Oh, oh, it's it's horrific. Just they, they're. I mean, I think shaved bears, like from hunting things, have been found, and people were like, 
it's a human. It's a human body. Wait, what's it's a defor ah yeah, I guess nightmare fuel. So just just word of warning people, there's certain things you never want to type into <laughs> Google and that might be one of yeah, them. Shaved bears and blue waffles. Yeah, no. Don't there was something else too, but I can't remember. Yeah, anyways. Lemon party. Um, well, I, no, so, so there's per, at least per, four things. Personally, I enjoy the, the lemon party site, but I'm into old guys fucking each other. So, Aww. hey, yeah, I mean. Oh, uh, but, uh, so yeah, no, it's funny because there's a, a podcast I listen to and, and one of the hosts is a much larger guy, but he mm-hmm. talks about when he was in his teenage years, yeah, he was swim team and all that. No, water polo, I think, is what he was. Ooh, even better. So it's like, you know. But, you know, you, you get a life and then you don't have the time to, like, you know, spend hours in a pool and, you know, and you get a life. <laughs> and then you get a waistline. And, you know, and sometimes it's like, yeah, some people don't want to be the, the, this, you know, skinny waifish thing. They want to have a bit of, you know, I've, I remember meeting guys who were into bears mm-hmm. and were just like, like, it was one guy, he was a ballroom dancer. So he had an okay. incredible butt. And, uh, but he was also very lean and mm-hmm. um, muscular. But he was like proud that he was starting to form a belly. Because his, his, his partner was a Santa Claus kind of guy. And you know he was like, I, that's what I want to be when I, <laughs> as I grow older. And so it's like, oh. Yeah. No, there, there's... He also had a really nice cock. Hey, bonus. Well, and he also looked like my RA from college who I had a crush on. <laughs> Better cock, though. Um, I never, I only was exposed to the RA's cock in the showers at the dorms. So, you know, and never saw it like fully, you know, engorged. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? It, <laughs> it, it might've, he might've been a, a grower yeah. and, he, and he had just a massive club. Um, so yeah, that was my solo yeah. event. Um, yeah, just the one. Um, well I had, oh yeah, no, I was thinking I had a, a solo crafting thing, hmm. um, I had planned on getting everybody, getting the family members, Amazon gift cards. Mm-hmm. But then I looked it up, and my brother, who's currently living in Germany, would not be able to use oh. an American Amazon gift card on Amazon.de. Okay. And if he bought something from Amazon.com, it would ship from the U.S. Okay. So I was like, no. And then I logged on to Amazon.de through Google Translate, and they don't take American credit cards. Hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, i got to come up with something. And so I crocheted up um, uh, basically a Christmas ornament mm-hmm. um, that uh, is a hedgehog. Uh, yeah, hedgehog Christmas ornament. And if I can find... Well, sort of. Pardon, uh, pardon all the slurping of mouth sounds because I'm having some uh, uh, tea right now because I'm sick. And when you're sick in Michigan, you drink tea and Verner's. Um, oh, that might be interesting together. Or Verner's tea. I don't know. Anyway, a ginger, ginger tea. tea. A nice ginger tea, yes. yes. Um, so there's some slurping. Also, I'm a, an idiot and don't adult well and haven't eaten yet today. And we're now talking about three-ish or so. So there's also some stomach gurgles, which I don't know are being picked up or not. But yeah. Oh, and so, and uh, condolent, you... uh, apologies for my body sounds. Yeah. And my husband is in the bedroom. So if you hear snoring, oh. that's him. Got it, okay. <laughs> but no, um, I, I I just crocheted up uh, basically an amiguri ball and put googly eyes on it. Mm-hmm. And when they opened it up, they were like, oh, it's a hedgehog. And I'm like, sure, let's go with that. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so that is the image that you saw um, on today's podcast. Got it. It is, the, it, they called it a hedgehog. We'll go with a hedgehog. So, 
Yeah, and it <laughs> gave me an opportunity to use up some weird variegated yarn that I've had for a while. That orange, yellow, and pale green. And it, mm. it, if there was more yellow to it and the shifts to orange and green were more subtle, I think it would work better. Okay. But really, it's mainly... It's like two parts orange, one part yellow, one part green. And, yeah, no, the balance doesn't quite work out, so. Well, let's see. For my, well, solo gossip, Mm -hmm. um, one was I should have said last time because it did happen before then. But, um, yeah, it's not something I do often because it usually is not all that satisfying. But I have a very nice sexting session with pretty much a stranger on Grindr. As my want, I'm going to bed and I thought I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to read going to sleep because that can lead to oh this is really good i got to a good part of the book and it's 3 a.m yeah and i'm like no i'm not gonna pick up the book (laughs) but i will pick up the phone because the phone will not keep my attention for that long and uh i'll check email and scrub and grinder well i check grinder and there's this like this guy from Mm -hmm. uh midland who just like hey actually i think he did a hmm and i'm like okay what what does that mean so i said hi and he's like hey and then chatting um it was the night of the first snowfall we really kind of had okay and uh uh there's a oh uh, oh, no no, okay i thought you're i see you have a kleenex i'm like are you gonna blow your nose do we have to take a break or no you're cleaning your glasses that's not quite as noisy no it's not quite as noisy (laughs) excuse me unlike a cough yes uh we have a uh Oh, so yeah, and so it just led to, hey, what's up, what's up? And it's like, yeah, you're, you look nice, here's some pictures of me. And he looked really nice. And I'm like, okay, a smooth-toned 22-year-old mm-hmm. uh, with nice facial features. It's like, okay, well, you're 62 miles away. And he's like, I can be there in 25 minutes. I'm like, at 62 miles away, that's a neat trick. In a snowfall, I'm like, no. Mm. Also, it's 1230, and no, I this is not, I'm not... It's not, not up as, for fun, sexy times, even in 20 minutes. Yeah. And as lovely as you are, it's like, no. Because, yeah. Because I'm a bad gay. I just like, oh, sex or sleep? Oh, sleep. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but we chatted and we got to talking. And then we started talking about what we could be doing. And it got me aroused. And next thing I know, I'm like, oh, I'm jerking off while I'm chatting with him. And he's jerking off. And we're sending each other pictures. And, and then I came. And it's like, here, here's a picture. And he's like, yay. And it's like... Well, and then he said something that was sweet, but also not very nice, but I didn't feel like correcting him. He's like, well, because obviously he'd been in communications with other people, and he's like, well, someone's here right now. I'll think of you while I'm doing them. I'm like, oh, that's sweet, but also rude. No, do not do that. Yeah, no. (laughs) You're not winning points. But I'm like, I'm glad you found someone who is willing to come over and do stuff with you. Yeah. Um, But then it ended very nicely because he said, well, my name's so-and-so, and he sent his phone number. I was like, oh, that was sweet. I've been busy, and also I'm like, well, Midland, that's even nice weather. I'm lazy. That's 62 miles away. Yeah, that, that's still a bit of a stretch. He also, I don't think, had a good grasp of geography because I'm like, I'm in Lansing. He's like, he didn't, he, I'm thinking maybe he thought I was in Saginaw or someplace closer because it's like, and also, how do you get 62 miles in 20 minutes in the snow? It's like, I said, I don't think that would be safe. So yeah. Not that far away. I'm like, Wait, technology is telling me otherwise. Uh, yeah. So that was fun. Uh, not something I usually participate in because, but it was like, you know, going off to sleep, nice pictures, getting aroused. Like, hey, let's let's try and pull this off, so to speak. And, and you did. Uh, the other two events, um, two parties, uh, both, 
Um, I came up with a term, a uh, hop. They're hopping parties. High orgy potential. Hey, I um, need to be, be invited yeah. to more of those. I mean, just those things where you have the people who are kind of sex affirmative. I, I turned out that um, I want to call, say sex positive, mm-hmm. but thanks to serio status, the term positive, it's like, oh, I can't really mean that as being... You know, good. Sex, sex affirmative. Sex affirming. It, it is sex affirming. affirming. Well, affirmative sounds too formal. A sex affirming. A sex okay. affirming person. Someone who is cool with it and enjoys it. And is Someone not, who's sexually woke. <laughs> yeah, and is not uptight about it. Um, so, uh, both parties were filled with these people. Uh, the first one, though, I also had a mix of some people who I would say are very uh, erotophobic. Like, you know, they desire it, but they're like, oh... But they'll also talk about other people who are doing it. It's like, oh, I can't believe that, you know, this dirty stuff. And it's like dirty fun stuff. Shut right, up. Right, right. I, I, I can't believe, you know, take a look at these dirty pictures, these dirty, horrible pictures. Look how horrible they are. Yes, Jesse, we know. We can see. They're great. <laughs> but, yeah, so the first one was a mixed crowd. Um, but, you know, the host was like, you know, uh, showing me around the house, and he, I saw his basement, which is also more man cave than dungeon. Okay. But uh, but he's like, oh, yeah, this is where I normally have the sling. And, oh, here's the rimming seat that I've, you know, thrown in the junk room to hide it because it's a mixed crowd. And I'm like, you need to invite the right collection of people here. Right. Sounds like this <laughs> this could be a much better off-the-rails party. Um, it was fun. We drank. We, you know, you know, the obligatory cards against humanity kind of thing. And I was like, uh... But, um, and stayed up talking till the wee hours, but yeah, no orgy transpired, but it's like, oh, such potential. Yeah, with, with just a, a tweak to the guest list and have, have the sling out, have the rim seat out, and, you know. And I think by the, you know, the later crowd was of the mindset, but, you know, I think it just, you have to, I think you have to plan for an orgy and not just hope one happens. Uh, the other one was a bit more toward that. It was just a. It was less than a party, more just kind of going over to someone's apartment where mm-hmm. there's some other people, and um, but um, hanging out. I think he had a friend come in from uh, out of state, and I think he just wanted to show the friend a good time, and you know had invited some people over, and it's like oh, and and it went there because I think someone brought toys, so um, I got to see a couple people experience a sleep sack, Ooh. and um, felt bad because. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it was, uh, I think a couple were pups and some hoods came out and other people, like, uh, someone was trying on a um, a hentai suit for the first time that they had bought. A morph suit, basically. Zentai. Zentai. Hentai is the tentacle porn, that's right. Yes. Zentai. Um, yeah, Zentai is the full body spandex suit. Yes. Uh, not hen- yeah, they're hentai suit. <laughs> yeah, they've got tentacles everywhere. everywhere. Um, it was funny, though. So, I mean, it was a lot of things. I was completely overdressed for the occasion because i had nothing kinky on and that like but but seeing someone uh, it was funny because the the guy who was in the zentai suit um yeah he was super aroused by the fact that stuff was going on and it was super pornographic because he had a nice big cock that was hard the entire time he was in his suit i was like bless you and those suits leave nope. nothing to the imagination no. well actually i think it was even more pornographic that it was covered than if he had uh, just walked around Whipped with his dick out. out. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember that once in a steam room where there's this wrestler who was trying to uh, sweat off weight for a meet or something. And he was a regular at the Y and huge cock. And in 
semi-revealing shorts. It looked more pornographic than he was just sitting on a towel with his dick out. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, that turned, like I said, a couple of people tried the, uh, the, uh, the, the latex, uh, the sleep, sleep bag. Yeah. And it was interesting. I helped with that. Um, and felt bad because a couple things went, uh, the person who brought the sleep sack was cleaning up. And I was trying to help. And trying is the word. Because oh, I yes. wasn't really helping. And obviously it was something they wanted. Like, I, I know how to do this. But they... And it was unfortunate because I'm holding it up, trying to move it where I thought that they wanted it moved. Um, they didn't want it moved there. But words failed them. So they just said, stop. So I stopped while still holding the bag. Because I stopped. I thought, am I about to do something bad? What's happening? And then that wasn't what they wanted me to do. So they, like, stop! And they got angry. And I'm like... I am stopped. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, just let it go. It's like, okay. Okay. That's why I need, but it was like, you know, it was more like, you're not really helping. And there's words were failing them. Cause I think they were also kind of had had a good time themselves and were not as verbal as they right. could be. Those fun. And so I was like, Oh, I'm trying to be helpful. And I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'll just stay out of the corner and put away stuff. Well, the other sadness was someone had some latex gloves, like, you know, the thick, you know, black latex mm-hmm. gloves. Mm-hmm. And uh, smaller hands than mine, I put one on, and it was, you know, a snug fit. Then as we're putting it away, I realized that the one the glove I put on had a big rent in the, the palm. Oh. And it was like, oh, shit. And it was like, what? You know, it's like, sorry. And it's like, you can't, you know, force these things. And I'm like, okay, latex is just way too temperamental for me to ever try. Because it's fucking latex. It's supposed to stretch. I didn't, you know, realize that, no, if you just have a bit bigger hands or, you know, are too big for it, you're going to destroy it. I think also maybe it was from the taking it off and just how it was bending and that. Yeah. It was thicker stuff, so that's why I think it was less forgiving. Yes. I'm used to latex gloves in a laboratory or a condom. Yeah. Where that thing Snap. can snap. Yeah, yeah. It's like I've put on medium gloves before because I didn't have the large ones and yeah, my you know, sausage hands and fingers, but they don't erupt. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, latex is just a different beast and I'm like, ooh, and I, I felt bad and so it's like, you know, I said, Well, you know, where did these come from? You know, how, yeah, yeah. Where, where I can replace them? No, no, no. So I did the plate thing of offering to replace. They did the plate thing of yeah, denying. Declining. But I yeah. think there needs to be another phase of like, are you sure? Because they knew of a place to get other ones, and I think maybe once they've replaced them, they're like, okay, listen, and make at least one more offer. Because again, it was the same person who was like not being verbal, so I felt bad because that was the second thing. I'm like, okay, you've shared your toys with people, and one's destroyed. It's like, ah. Uh, and so, so that was a down downer for an otherwise nice evening. I felt like you know just a well, clod. <laughs> yeah, our our friend Whiteout um, has been doing a series of videos. I think on YouTube, definitely on his Tumblr, mm-hmm. uh, whiteout.tumblr.com, about uh, care and feeding of your latex mm-hmm. collection. And part of that is how to repair mm-hmm. a blowout in latex. Um, this is pretty good. So. Like it was about three to four inch size, like rent in the in the palm of this glove. So it, it, right might, the base it of the might still be able to be patched. But um, yeah. So I I was like, oh. and so it was like this. I this is scary. It's it's the stuff is too fragile for me. Um, also, it's just not necessarily my thing. So right. I also felt uncomfortable like the two times I wore latex uh, that we borrowed from uh, Veritas. Yes. For like DBC. Because I'm like, okay, I don't, you know, I know that if you touch the wrong thing to it or there can be discoloration or stuff or it's like, yeah, 
if I'd had the glove experience before that, I'd be like, no, I, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> it's, I guess it's like, you know, being told to pound a, uh, a very tight near virginal bottom. And it's like, well, this could end badly. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, yeah. So no, but otherwise it was fun. Um, you know, there was, uh, I think a bit of, um, you know, just cuddling and it, it, it went that way. It, this gathering went there and, uh, you know, like I said, Help to bring off a couple people in a sleep sack. It's like uh, lovely, the lovely Hitachi, I think, vibrator yes. with the, the the silicone, you know, sleeve. Yep. Yeah. I'll go. Another thing that cannot touch latex. It'll do weird things with latex, the silicone. And so it's like, okay, got to keep that in mind. And it's like, okay, don't set this because there's a latex uh, sheet that was right. underneath it all, which was unfortunate because the sleep sack is the same color as the sheet. So you know taking pictures of the stuff. I was acting as a photographer. Yeah. Like, it, I had a camera. It, it all like, kind okay. of melds together. So right? it's like, okay, yeah. there's not the contrast. So it's also like, oh, uh, God, be careful where you put down your toys because it could ignite. And it's like, oh, my gosh. No, it won't ignite. <laughs> no, but it but, will, yeah. yeah, react. And it's like, oh, my gosh. So so i just looking forward to the next generation of materials that, you know, act like latex, but, you know, some weird sort of synthetic proto-molecule kind of thing that won't... <laughs> Self-repairing, not nearly as reactive, but still has that stretch and that squeeze. I can just picture of a scene from Hyperion where their spacesuits were like this little blob that, you know, came in their hand and then spread over their skin and gave them protection. It was like, ooh, that would be kind of skin tight and... And, and just conforming, and it's like, yay. Um, so, yeah, it was a good time. It was a very nice evening. It was like, un, I was not knowing what to expect. I was like, wow, that was a nice little demo and some people having fun. Um, other people, like, you know, there's fun to be had, but I think some guests were just, like, wiped out from the holidays and exhausted. So, you know. And they're like, we'll, we'll just watch. Thank you. Or not even that. It's like, I'm just going to go to bed. You know, hey, you guys good are having night. fun, yeah. but I'm just going to crawl in this corner and sleep because... I was like, oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, I was like, and then, you know, the promise of, you know, so one of the guests was like, I have someone to bring here and they're really into this. And it's like, I think we could, that could be arranged for them. It's like, <laughs> so it was, it was a good time, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was, that was the, I think the kinkiest that December really, was it December? No, January has been very short so far. It was in December. I, I need to start getting invited to more kinky local parties. <laughs> I think this is just like, yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised I was on the guest list because I knew eh, half the people who were there, but there was no commonality. It's like, okay, we aren't all of this group or of this interest or that. So I don't know. I really don't know how I hit the guest list. And I don't even think it was a guest list. I was just thinking, somebody just said, hey, let's do this. Oh, which is speaking of, that's future things I may be talking about. I was invited to a red underwear party in February. Um, February 11th, red underwear party. I'm like, okay, is that you just wear red underwear, I guess. I have a union suit, which I think will serve me well. And some guys are really into red union suits. And also it covers a lot of the body. And and then it's funny because there's two hosts to this party. And uh, one host, I was invited by the host who's wrangling the daddies. And there's another host who's wrangling boys. I'm like, okay, I got invited by the daddy host. Fair enough. I'm way more daddy than boy. Yeah. But I'm also concerned because I'm like, do the boys know that there's also a daddy wrangler? Are these a bunch of boys who are going to be showing up? <laughs> I hope so. I mean, is this yeah. for like, hey, we're inviting young guys who are like older and older who are like, you know, younger. And I'm like, that would be a good mix. 
But or is this going to just be a bunch of old guys and a bunch of young guys who thought it was going to be all other young guys and be like, oh, what's and, going on? and have a bunch of old guys perving on them and so yeah. it, it it could be a, a, a beautiful disaster. But oh. um, I'm. Like I said, I think I'm free that day, so that's uh, around Valentine's Day, hence mm-hmm. why it's a red right, right. I'm like, Oh, got it. So, again, also kind of curious how I made that list. You know, I the host... Oh, no, I think the host knows I have a kink sign. I think maybe that's it. So, again, maybe, again, high orgy potential? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, need to find more, more of that stuff locally. I mean... I, I would rather not have to drive out to Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. Detroit, yeah. Novi, Clio, Grand Rapids, Saugatuck, well, uh, to get my kink on. Well, another thing I know that's coming up soon, I think in a couple weekends, there's like three events that are happening. No, two happening in Lansing. Um, I believe the present uh, holder of MML is doing a fundraiser. In a house party at Lansing. Okay. That, to raise money for IML. Mm-hmm. This is something that's happened every... Usually always happens in January. It's just a person who always throws this party. I went to one a couple of years ago. And, and it's varying potential of turning into stuff. I know one had a vac cube being demonstrated. Cool. I want to get into one of those And someone in that years. being having his bits tortured and seemed to be really into it. Um, Another one just was a, just a plain party. You know, people eating hors d'oeuvres, talking, having a good time, but not getting any real sexy fun time. Uh, so, again, it probably depends on who's there and how the mood grabs them. Uh, but, yeah, I missed the one last year. Oh, because I hadn't heard about it. Um, I usually only hear about it if I run into the host at the bar. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing this in a couple of weeks. Like, cool. Got invited to that. Uh, that's okay. on the 21st, um, which is also the night of snow bunnies in hell. Yeah, uh, the Grand Rapids Rivermen are coming to Esquire and have a nice event. It's also the weekend of Confusion, which is the convention I always go to in Detroit. So I'm like, I'll be having a great time in Detroit. And while I'm missing all, great it's times. It's also in the Lansing. weekend of of number six. Oh, that's right. There were three. Yes, <laughs> that's right. So, so and there's only so many number sixes happening. So oh my gosh, too yeah, much, too much on that Saturday. Yeah, so. We may have to draft a correspondent uh, for Snow Bunnies and for the uh, fundraiser. Yeah. Um, I, I I think Hot Dog is going to one or the other of those because we, oh. we talked about that at DBC. Okay. Um, so might be able to, at the very least, get him to, if I ask nicely, to submit a written oh, cool. recap of that. Um, which does well, not well, well gets closer one to or the other, yeah. which gets closer to the next bit of gossip, which is the one we shared. And the only one we shared, the, past the, the only one we shared this past week was uh, First Fridays at uh, Esquire. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good um, crowd, I mean, especially considering that it was just bitterly cold. Oh, so cold. It was a single, de- I think, eight degrees when I walked over. Yeah, I had layers on, so I survived. A nice face mask, but. I wasn't wearing wear gear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pup Loki was there briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, he really wanted to come out, um, but he was running low on spoons that day, mm-hmm. so he had to uh, book out early. And yeah, a lot of people asked because he left uh, half an hour or so before a lot of people showed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people were, you know, so, you know, a lot of people missed him. They were, they were sad to hear that he'd been there and left, so... He has a he has a fan club of people who enjoy seeing him. Yeah, but you know I can understand. Um, that's 
kind of why I wasn't at DBC the following night was there's yeah I just didn't have the energy or spoons for it yeah for sexy fun times um you know walking a mile to go to the bar and hanging out yes I could pull that off but you know going actually to another city and dealing with stuff yeah I was not up for that last night I'm fighting off something and just did not have the energy mm. for it but no you know, first Friday uh good uh someone was also having a birthday party there so Big crowd for that. Right. Uh, some cross-contamination between the two groups. At, as there should be. And, um, you know, I uh, saw, you know, um, uh, uh, people, many people I, you know, don't usually see there. It was nice to see them and chat with them. Um, missed a couple. They left while I was talking to another table, so didn't get a chance to say goodbye to some people. But I had a good night. Again, didn't have the energy, but I also had a gift certificate. I had one there from uh, Bingo one night. So it's like, oh, Three shots of the scotch, as I like, equals the gift certificate. This worked out. Yeah. I can nurse these all night long and drink some soda water and have a decent time. And, and that's some pretty intense scotch that uh, that you enjoy. What was uh, the... Ardbeg was the first one. Monkey Shoulder was the one you smelled. Oh, no. I, I smelled the Ardbeg, too. Okay. And yeah. then I, the third was a Glenmorangie. Glen Whatever. I don't really know Scotch, no, but my my husband says I have a very sensitive nose. But yeah, well, the Ardbeg was the one I liked the most of the three. But yeah, uh, a nice touch was that they had uh, the Big Ten channel on mm-hmm. in the bar and college wrestlers, mm-hmm. uh, University of Michigan versus Iowa, and, which are yeah. unfortunate. One have navy blue singlets and the other have black singlets. Lighter colors would have shown off their assets a bit better, but it was still lovely. It, it, it was still very pleasant to watch those big, especially the higher weight classes of oh. those corn-fed farm boys grappling each other. And <laughs> yeah, uh, how how is it described by a cynical friend of mine? Oh yes, a ritualized way for straight men to touch each other. Mm-hmm. Or, or get away with touching each other. And it's lovely because they can be in contact much longer than, just say, boxing, where you're just, you know, throwing jabs at each other and there's, you know, yeah. or any other thing. Uh, I, I think they, well, certain martial arts and, you know, I think have that. But uh, rugby, you know, the scrum and all that. Right. There's a lovely bit of contact there, too. Yeah, and, you know, wrestling, you know, you've got much longer contact to it and it doesn't feel as violent as boxing. I mean, you don't, you know, it's you, more, you almost never see blood. There, there's it's not more a lot of concussions. It's more yeah, yeah. kind of forcing someone into a compromised position as opposed to just pummeling them to. Yeah, pummeling up. them until they pass out. Yeah. And another thing I love about wrestling, it's younger guys in shape, lots of testosterone flowing, the pressure, the thing, leads to a lot of erections. And those singlets do not hide them in any way. So I've seen so many pictures of, you know, a champion, the guy having his arm raised, and he's just, you know, not tenting out the singlet, but definitely up. Uh, Yeah, up and and visible. Yes, yes. it's like, yes. And we're we're (laughs) just going to ignore that because, you know, good, clean fun. And it's like, "Mm, don't ignore it. Focus on it. Yeah. So, yeah, one of the plans for this upcoming academic year Mm -hmm. um when i'm start getting more money um is uh give some money to michigan state athletics Mm -hmm. um and enjoy michigan state wrestling and michigan state hockey 
Uh, and I think they have a gymnastics team. I know they don't have a fencing team, which was the other. Yeah, there uh, was a fencing sport. Cl- no, LCC had a fencing club or class, but I don't remember if that continued. I remember they used to have gymnasts because I would run in an indoor track at MSU, mm-hmm. and the locker room we used was also used by the men's uh, gymnastics team after they're done. And I found out that to a man, they all wore boxers. None showered after their workouts. I think mostly because they had ice strapped to various parts of their bodies because gymnastics is horrible on joints. Yes. And they also had lots of scars from all the surgeries they've had to correct damage that's been done by earlier their earlier lives in high school and middle school gymnastics, I guess. But, oh, but so wonderfully formed and ripped. And it's like, ah. Uh, but, you know, you'd see them shirtless, but... I never saw any gymnast ass or dick because it was like, okay, take took off my shorts. There's boxers, and I'm gonna put on my clothes. I'm like, you're not even showering. Uh, so uh, they did have gym, but that was a long time ago. Uh, the thing with wrestling, be aware. Sometimes you may be sitting behind the parents of some of the wrestlers. So as a group of men I knew who would go with their binoculars and sit and watch and comment. And then got the death glare from a woman who was two sheets in front of them once. Uh, yeah, it's like realized, oh, that's probably someone's mom. And we've yeah. been saying things about her son's crotch. Yeah. So that's yeah, just yeah, something to be aware of. Yeah. Keep the appreciative comments at a low volume. Yeah. And... Yeah. The um the the pornographic dick in the uh, YMCA locker room that I was telling you about earlier. Mm-hmm. He was an MSU wrestler. Mm. And so. And he had a backpack with his name on it, and I was like, oh, if I were at all had any free time, I should have been going, and I could have been rooting on whatever his name was, because he was lovely to look at. <laughs> I, I knew he was a wrestler even before I saw his backpack, because other than the sweating off pounds, um, he also had the unfortunate, you know, kind of cauliflower, cauliflower ears, ears yeah, yeah. from having your ears bashed and that happening. Right. But yeah, that would be that would be lovely. That and you know, diving. Some lovely gay spectator sports, I think, out there. Yeah, I, I, you know, with the Summer Olympics, I try to catch the diving mm-hmm. and the wrestling, um, and of course, in uh, water polo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that water polo. Oh yes, I knew some water polo. Um, one of our RAs was a water polo guy, and he talked about how yeah, you um, double suited. You always wear two suits because there's a lot of shit going on under the water. A lot of grabbing, a lot of, and you just had to be double suited to keep, you know, from. I, I'm thinking it can't be that hard to take off two Speedos, but maybe one was more cinched up. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, where were we? Oh, well, yeah. it's funny because <laughs> um, one of the pools they used to use had a underwater observation window and Ooh. i just think that would have been something that would have been so like oh my gosh i just you know can i sit that can i sit in the darkened room that just has a window looking at you know all their you know underneath the water and eat popcorn <laughs> i think that's um i think that's been i think it was at lcc and now it's gone that whole pool was mm. ripped out and turned into something else i've heard it's like oh such a so sad oh well uh moving on a bit then uh dbc um i flaked out and was like nope tired can't not up to it oh getting to dbc was the first interesting thing 
Um, there's nothing like going down I-96 at 15 miles an hour Oof. because the visibility was just oh. so bad. Um, it got to the point where I was like, maybe I should turn around. And then I, I looked at my Google Maps and I'm like, I'm already more than halfway there. And it's also it's also at one of those points where it's another two to three miles before the next exit. So I'm like, I power on through. Yeah. Um, but How long did that last? Or? From Fowlerville to Novi Road. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It, it wasn't 15 all the way, yeah. but... But yeah, never really got above forty-five. It was from snow, just heavy. Snow. Yeah, yeah, just blowing, drifting snow, and I, I think some freezing fog. So yeah, too. at seven o'clock, uh, yeah, there was a good blustery, wintry thing that came by, and I was worried. I was like, "Oh shoot!" You know. Yeah, was, and and that marched east about okay. the same speed that okay. everybody was moving on because it 96. went away because it lasted yeah. a bit. It was there for about ten minutes, fifteen, and it was gone. I'm like, oh, okay, that was nothing, but it must have been falling. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. So I never was able to drive completely through it. What time um, did you finally get there? I left the gas station in Old Town at quarter to seven. Mm-hmm. I got to to Detroit at five to nine. Okay, and usually I'm able to do that in ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. So it did it did slow me down. Yeah, there were points there where I'm like. I'm going to trust the taillights in front of mm-hmm. me, and I am going to trust that MDOT has uh, put deep rumble strips on either side of this road. Um, and Because you could not see lane markers. You, I had you, something yeah. similar from coming home from Christmas. Uh, got on the highway in fog. Because it was one of those days where there was lots of snow, mm-hmm. and they got warm. And suddenly there was like dense fog and i was concerned i'm like it was monday morning no yes it was monday morning and i thought maybe i should just say screw it and just stay in my hometown for another you know night right and uh that lasted for about 10 miles and that was over and it was cleared up and i'm like okay because just as i was thinking maybe i should get off the highway and just creep back it suddenly cleared up and i'm like oh okay because, yeah, I was following, like, I can see the shadow of the car in front of me, so I'm sure if something horrible happens, it happens to them first, and then I'll have a chance to slow down. And I can see some dots of light behind me, which are a car following me, so again, if there's someone going way too fast this lane, it'll hit them first. But I didn't have that a lot. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was able to get to DBC, okay. um, got there later than usual, um, yeah, because really, I would have been there by like 8.15 mm-hmm. um, on a normal time. And there were a lot of people there. It was a full house, and that's that surprised yeah. me. Um, so, yeah, lots and lots of guys um, got to the point where um, hooked up with somebody, and we looked at, you know, we went downstairs, we went on the main level, we went upstairs, and we said, maybe next month. Because... Uh, oh. Everything was in use. Mm. Um, I did get my hand in one guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun, uh, and yeah, had we did it on the main level, mm-hmm. um, which isn't as good because I can't get at quite the right angle to get good depth. But you know, I can get into my wrist, and so just focused. 
you know, right there to give him an intense sensation. And, you know, several guys came by and had their dicks out, and he leaned over the, the side of the sling and, you know, sucked a few dicks and uh, did some ball beating. Um, I saw a guy who was hooked up to uh, electrical box uh, on his cock and balls mm-hmm. um, and also had uh, headphones on and these glasses that had LED lights in them that flashed the light in time with the music. Okay. Um, and and I could tell also from the lights on the electrical box that the the voltage through the dick was also based on the, the volume of the, and the beat of the music. And so I stood there and I was like, wait a minute. I know this song. What? I am listening to Zanfir, Master of the Pan Flutes, covering Wind Beneath My Wings. Hmm. What? I'm like, oh no, dear. So was he also hearing the music? He was also okay. hearing the music and yeah, he had these big... You know, 70s-style headphones on, so really the music was the only thing he was hearing, uh, and it was strapped down. Um, but, yeah, the, they also fed the music through speakers, so, you know, the top could hear it and had an idea of what level it was at. And Interesting choice of song. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, that, yeah, the, I guess I've just heard Wind Beneath My Wings too many times, and, yeah, the breathy pan flutes just didn't really add anything to it. Well, each their own. Yeah. It it flicked a switch somewhere. He it, his dick was hard and throbbing. He was enjoying it. So unless it was some sort of you know torture humiliation, it's like I know you like this. You know your dick being electrified. I know you like having you know the the sensory deprivation, uh-huh. and that really brings you off. But I also know you really hate. Yeah, you this really music. hate new age pan flutes. So, so we'll guess just what? You know, <laughs> torture you. It's you know, uh, sadists. They have many tools at their disposal. They do. Um, uh, the two rubber guys mm-hmm. um, were there as well, and they had a new toy that they were showing off. Um, it, it was an a latex arm binder. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, a big latex sock that went over. Both arms up, uh, up oh. to ha- so you're kind of in the volleyball mm-hmm. bump position, but behind the back, oh. and then straps there, and yeah, the the bottom couldn't move his arms at all, and the top did all sorts of horrible things oh. to the rest of him. Um, and while I was assisting with that, um, there was another guy over on the St. Andrew's Cross with five other guys working on him mm-hmm. and it was commented on you know how many tops does it take to get to the the center of a bottom and you know i said you know in lansing at 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 pup nights and online i've had you know all of these bottoms complaining there's never a top around when you need one well Come to DBC, get yourself shackled to the St. Andrew's Cross, and apparently you'll have five of them swarming all over you. So. <laughs> yeah, the thing with never, you know, a city being top or bottom deficient, I think it's just a matter of a person needs to widen their circle. Because I remember hearing that from somebody, it's like uh, they were bemoaning the fact that there weren't 
enough. I think it was bottoms. Yes, there. But the fact, there were enough bottoms. I was like, okay. And then the next night, I heard someone else like, oh, but the fact that they can never find tops. I'm like, there's technology people. <laughs> how can you not? How are you missing each other? There's apps yeah. for this kind of stuff. There's an app for that. Yeah, uh, really. Um, yeah. Good night mm-hmm. there. Overall, how late did you stay? Yeah. Um, I stayed uh, until about midnight, okay. um, and then you could feel the energy flowing out of the house, and I, I decided to ride out. By that time, I, by that time, I had been in bed about half an hour or so, and I I thought that um, you know, considering what it was like when I came in, that you know, I was like, I'm going to have to clean a couple of inches off of my car, mm-hmm. and no, there was nothing on my car, and driving back the roads were dry oh so i mean it was just you know blowing drifting and fog and yeah so uh yeah i was able to make it home safely i stopped at taco bell for something approaching food found out that my uh, window had frozen shut and would not go down uh, and yeah had had a lovely bit of heartburn uh, last night, but yeah, it induced a few orgasms, um, in guys. Uh, oh, I also got to try out, um, another one of the rim seats that is at DBC. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the one that is a wood seat. It's on chain. So it's got a bit of a sway to it. And that's really nice. There's another one that's black and made from PVC pipe. Mm-hmm. And that one doesn't get used as often. And and now I know why. It is too high by about, I want to say, three to four inches. Mm-hmm. Um, and the front of it is very narrow. Um, so you can just get your neck in and you kind of have to push your shoulders down to be able to get your tongue in the right position. Um and yeah, it looks like it was homemade. So I used that for a few minutes and we were like, maybe we should head downstairs to continue this. And we went downstairs, but saw that the room with the other rim seat was currently being used by hot dog in one of his bondage and edging scenes. And so we did not want to interrupt Mm -hmm. a master at his work. And that room can be, yeah, that room can be pretty constrained when you have yeah. some scene going on there and, and another another minor were they side using of, the 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 bench or the chair they were using the chair okay that chair um, was a cool yeah that that's a, a nice bondage chair and another thing about that particular room um is just the way the airflow was that day mm-hmm. that was the coldest room oh. in there and yeah if i was going to be lying naked on concrete in that room even with the padding, it's it would not other, have been as fun. <laughs> the other yeah. trouble with that room is where the seat is. You're pretty much kind of blocking that you're across the door. Yeah. So it's you know kind of hard for people to in or out or kind of yeah. I yeah, it's not. I can see if there's yeah any use of that room at all by anyone else. It's kind of yeah. You can't, using can't, the room yeah, seat. can't really use that room seat. Get, need to figure out some better. You know, because there's really no good place there for a rim seat. Because, you you know, they end up putting a rim seat down Mm -hmm. and not, you don't end up thinking about 
the prone body that will go under the rib mm-hmm. seat. And then you end up placing other stuff around it. And at the end, you're like, oh, shit. You know, it, it works fine for the guy sitting on the rim seat, but not the guy under the rim seat. So. I mean, there's the footprint of the actual device itself, but then there's the footprint of, you know, the device plus who's ever using it. Uh-huh. In that case, yeah, you have someone stretched out in front of it. It's yeah. like, you know, the St. Andrew's Cross. No, the cross takes up the same amount of footage as it can be when someone's in it. Right. And or the fuck bench or the chair. Yeah, I mean, the, the St. Andrew's Cross is the closest thing that you would think of because... You know, you need a bit more space beyond the St. Andrew's Cross to be free for the guy mm-hmm. throwing the paddle or the whip or or the uh, flogger. And all the tables yeah. are, you know, someone's on it, someone's off it, still taking up the same space. But yeah, the yeah. rim seat, it's placement. Well, yeah, well, maybe as, you know, the repairs on the house continue and there's still a bit more space that is closed off that might be able to get opened up. Might be able to do something better with that. There, just need to get more people. Um, speaking of, when you canceled out, I sent a text message to one of my other kinky friends, mm-hmm. and I said, "Hey, are you doing much tonight? Uh, you know, I've got space in my car. Could take you to Detroit Bondage Club. I think you'd have a good time." He's, and his response was, "I'd love to, but right now I'm in the middle." of making a chicken soup for my better half who is suffering from the flu. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he's like, i really like to play pervert tonight, but no, I have to play nursemaid mm-hmm. instead. It's like, oh, well, I, I sent happy healing energies to you and your partner. I uh, hope you both feel better soon, and I know just how miserable that can be I think that I mean I've talked to lots of people I was talking to I think it was during I think it was during First Friday uh, well they all blend together I was at the bar most nights that week just for different <laughs> events I mean there was a chorus night there was Suits in the City which is a mixer that happens first Wednesdays there was Bingo Thursday First Friday Friday and saw a lot of people at the same time and one uh, friend who uh, was wearing a harness at mm-hmm. First Friday I mentioned DBC to him, and he sounded like, "Oh, he's kind of ex- you know interested in it." And it's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, there, I know people go every month. We'd be happy to call carpool with you." And, and he was—I think he was gas. concerned about it's like, "Well, so what kind of guys go there?" And it's like a variety. It's like depending on what kind you're looking for, chances are there'll be someone there like that. And he Young, himself, younger, older, smoother, hairier, everything in between, and just about. Any kink you can think of, except for the messy ones. And he's he himself's well put together and very popular. So I don't I think if he saw someone he was interested in, there'd probably be mutual interest. So, yeah, maybe February. Mm. Mm. We're at about fifty minutes oh. to go. Um, I touched on the one crafting thing that I did mm-hmm. uh, within the past month. Um, so I want to touch on the a topic that was brought up in one of my online groups and thought about it and wanted to get your opinion on it. The question that was asked was uh, one of terminology. I Mm. offered you this last time and we chose the other one. Uh, But it was, what is the difference between a fantasy, a kink, and a fetish? Hmm. I don't know. I wish you'd told me this, you know, yeah. last week so I could actually think about it. 
Yeah. I, I don't even know if there is a difference. Uh, well, well, I think a kink is more of an act that really just gets you off. Right. Or, or is that a fetish? Well, I, I always picture when it's a fetish that's actually involving some item, but that's yeah. not necessarily the case. Well, I since I have had time to think about this, I've actually thought about it and run it through my head, but yeah, that a fantasy is something that you think about that gets your dick hard. Um, and so, yeah, I have lots of fantasies, um, that I explore and, um, you know, I may look at pictures of them online or read fiction of it. Um, but I don't, do it I don't actually do that that so it stays firmly in the realm of fantasy okay a kink is something you do okay yeah until you've done it it stays a fantasy once you do it and you know the fantasy may be more extreme than the kink you know because you know in your head rules of physics and you know the the cops never show up you never have to go to the ER unless that's your thing um yeah, it, kinks are things that you do. F- fetish is um, there, there's a, a trope on tvtropes.com um, that's like single person sexuality mm-hmm. um, that you you don't really have a sexuality except for this one person. Uh, fetish, I want to say, is kind of sort of like that. It is something that turns you on to the exclusion of everything else, that your sexuality ends up getting filtered through the fetish. Mm-hmm. And that it is and that for a fetish it is often something that got flipped early in your lifetime. I know a rubber fetish fetishist who has said that he enjoyed rubber in first grade, you know, the the degree of it and how he enjoyed it has changed over the years. But he has always had this attraction and get, getting excitement from rubber. So, and yeah, so that that's the fetish. The, the one thing you know you can't really explain mm-hmm. why it turns you on, and that it has always turned you on and and because of that fetishes are less common but they can also be fantasies or kinks i mean it's not a clear delineation i mean you can participate in rubber kink without necessarily having a rubber fetish but you still enjoy the you know being in the rubber, being in the rubber sleep sack and the mm-hmm. rubber clothing um, for the sensations that it provides. Um, but it's not something, you know, there's not that driving need behind it. Because for me, I would think that a fantasy is when you play do, let's pretend. Mm-hmm. It may be in the real world or not. There's some things that you cannot do. There's certain, yeah, there's certain turn-ons that just can't happen because of physics or we don't have the technology to really pull off this stuff. And I, I've seen examples of that. There's a, a, just some, I wouldn't, they're not fringe, they're just, but they're very particular. 
the fantasy of uh, being having sex with you know huge giant uh, people like almost like a balloon Macy's balloon type yeah, yeah ge- macro micro yes yeah. okay um not really doable you, know, you can do it you can write fiction about it you can think about it but in the real world it's that's tricky to pull off uh, yes. or or having sex with uh, centaur it's like they don't exist and yeah. until we do some human horse hybrid horrible ethically bad experiments we won't have those so things like that um the so i think fantasy is when you pr- not that it can't be done but when you pretend um if you did a, a abduction rape fantasy mm-hmm. you can pull that off you're not really doing it though because hopefully you've established guidelines and actual words to call it off but you can you play let's pretend and are in the moment and doing it, uh, something like that. Um, role playing, you know, I'm going to be the daddy, you be the you know the naughty son who came right. in with bad grades, and we're going to play that out. You're not daddy and actually father son. There's no grades. You're playing a role. So for me, I guess fantasy is more when you pretend to do something. Uh, okay, you know, getting a good vibrator up the ass and just you know having that happen while someone sucks you off. That's really happening. If right. that turns that, you on, that, it's that, happening. Yeah. That's, that, uh, <coughs> that's where the kink comes Yes. In, that, so I'd yeah. say, for me, fantasy is when you do any level of let's pretend. In, okay. in a sexual act. I'm going to dress up like a sexy nurse. Are you actually a nurse? No. Okay, well then, it's a fantasy. Right, so then it becomes a nurse fantasy, which may have mm-hmm. medical kink Part of it, yes. with it. it um, you know, I'm, I'm pretending to be a nurse, but I am... Actually, putting a foley cath in your dick—that's that, that, um, where the kink is. For I would say, kink is just simply anything that's interesting or outside of the the standards. You know, anything that's non man on top missionary position between a man and a woman trying to make a baby. It's like anything you know that is standard. Oh, with lights off. With the lights off in the bed in the bedroom. Man on top, mm. trying, married, trying mm. to make a kid. You could say that anything past that is suddenly getting kinky. You know, oh my gosh, that, that couple that's only done that, suddenly turning the lights on, I'd say that would be kinky. So anything outside the, the typical. But then you know, once you are into all that stuff, it's like, yeah, if you are just a raging you know, latex leather guy who does it all the time, has been to many IMLs and MLs, is it still kinky when you you know put on the the rubber suit and I, I guess it's kink, but if it's your yeah. normal operating procedure and you're just used to it and you enjoy it and it's, you know you have a closet full of leather or latex or whatever, is that still kinky or is it just sex? I, I guess for me, I guess kink is when you're pushing the envelope a bit or doing something out there for yourself. Because I guess it's all mm-hmm. based on you know what's kinky for you is just like oh how quaint for someone else. <laughs> uh, like, well, like when my aunt was confiding in me that the little cul-de-sac they lived in in the 70s, there used to be wife swapping. She confided in me in this over uh, and Christmas once, and I, I actually laughed out loud and said, that's quaint. <laughs> and she looked at me with this odd, she was like, oh, I'm exposing this horrible, weird thing. And it's like, okay, that's sexist. We're, we're, and there's some, oh, there's some, there's lots of baggage with it, but... Please. Was there an actual fishbowl with keys in it? <laughs> Was it an actual key party? Yeah. The uh, And I would say fetish is where it's more a 
a necessary or welcome component to what gets you off. I remember once the uh, someone in my floor in the dorms was a psychology student. He was taking a psychology of love class. Mm-hmm. And it was also dealt with kink and fetish. And he talked about there's a case study of a man who could only achieve orgasm if he was smelling the exhaust of a car. And not only that, it had to be a different car for each act. Like once he had smelled a car, he that would get him off once and he'd have to have a different car for each orgasm he ever wanted. And that's where they talked about how it almost was pathological in that that really interferes with your with having a, a, a normal productive life. Yeah, yeah, having yeah, unless you're you know unless you're in a car you're the owner of a car dealership, so have access to many and different cars. Also, snorting exhaust, there could be some issues with carbon monoxide and could also be very dangerous. Right. So that was kind of extreme. Uh, yeah. But I mean I think if you can only get off if you have poppers, or if you could only get off, well, that's more physiological. You can only get off if you are dressed in dainty maidwear. That's the only thing that will get you hard and get you off. Right. If, that, if, that, if, that, there, <clears throat> if there is something that you need mm-hmm. to get off, not just that it helps you, not yeah. just that it you know, makes it easier, is that, no, I need this, mm-hmm. and my sexuality has been programmed that specifically that if I do not have this particular element, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. um, you know, poppers, uh, silky underwear, zomphir on the pan flutes, <laughs> high heeled shoes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, latex condom, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. That that that's where it becomes fetish, and and I yeah. think yeah, I think or even. A, even if you don't need it, but it just helps you a lot, I think that might be fetish. And so, yeah, I guess in my mind, yeah, fantasy is when you play Let's Pretend. Fetish is when it's just something you kind of need, and kink is just the spicy, fun, you know. It might not even get you off, but it's just something different that's fun to play with. Yeah, because... it it's adds variety to, to yeah. your sex life. So, I mean, and yeah, my quick, like, okay, I had ten minutes to think about this. Uh definitions would be somewhere along those lines of course it'd be interesting if we had actually sat down and looked up the actual definitions of these. <laughs> you know, what, what oh but fun <laughs> where's the fun in that anyone can do that everyone can you know all listeners take out your phones right now and look up the definition of fantasy king and, and fetish and then that will be in your browser history too so like congratulations private browsing mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> but you know I th- yeah that yeah that is interesting yeah what counts as what but yeah in my mind i think i'm happy with my own definitions of what i've just come up with now yeah they seem to fit yeah and you know it's really you know we use you know it's part of the explored sexuality right we use these terms and we use them generally without thinking about them so you know we want to take a couple minutes to sit down and think about okay what do we really mean when we say x y or Z? well that's something i've always kind of thought about it's like the the sadness of a, a monosexual it's like if you are straight or gay exclusively does that mean you have just a fetish for that part it's like are gay men just you know oh i needed to have a dick or an ass or a flat chest that doesn't have boobs on it to get off and does a straight guy like i need boobs you know you know what part when it does that become a fetish it's like I can't get off unless the person I'm fucking has a vagina and boobs. And it's like, 
is that a fetish? <laughs> yeah, you're, because I well because I think the fetishizing. I've heard people, I've heard like bears bemoan the fact that there's guys who are into them just because they're bears. It's kind of fetishizing. I'm attracted the, the, to the, big, the, the big hairy. Yeah, they're not yeah. interested in me having sex with me, but they just I, want me for my body. <laughs> Which is, you know, kind of annoying. It's like if you were looking for, as you know, emotional attachment, it's like, hey, you'll do because you fit this. Or if you're of a certain race, and it's like, oh, I still want to do you because you are this race. Or a redhead, you know. Right. Oh, I can. Oh, yeah, I really want to do a ginger, and you're a ginger. And it's like, and that's the only reason you want to do me? Okay. Um, or you have a big or, you know, or a small penis. There's people who, yeah, so I think... Uh, you know, if you need that, yeah, that's kind of the fetishizing. If you really are needing a certain thing to get off, um, but I always thought about. I've heard of guys who talk. I'm a leg man. You know, I like a woman with a long, you know, nice set of legs. And it's like, because I remember the porn when I used to work in a store. Leg show was one of the, mm-hmm. and it focused on legs. Uh, then there's uh, different magazines that focus on breasts. And it's like, yeah, the, you know, if you just lo- you're a breast man, is that a fetish? And it's like. Yeah, I think so because you you know just because you're a guy, a straight guy into breasts, that's not kinky for the most part. Right. That's just kind of standard. It's like, oh, I want to motorboat those breasts. It's like, okay, that's that's not terribly kinky. Uh, now, if you are a gay man who loved motorboating big breasts, I think that might be kinky. I well, <laughs> I, I I've motorboated a, a nice set of big hairy moobs before, and and that was fun, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. Motorboating, you know, and lovely ass cheeks. I oh, mean, that's yes. But, but yeah, but actually, you know, female breasts on a female, you know, on a woman, it's like, okay, that's, if you're a gay guy and that was something that really did it for you, yeah, that's interesting. Where would that be? Fetish and kink? Yeah, Fe- fetish, kink, and fantasy, and and all of the above. Are you a gay guy who so I don't, likes I would, big big breasts? I would say that's yeah. fantasy because if you yeah. like breasts and burying your face in them while you're fucking somebody, that's real, you know. Yeah, unless unless they're fake breasts, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fake fake silicone tits. So I've seen here, it. honey, just put up. Yeah, put this on. Put these on. It's like, but but just do it. It's for it's my birthday. It's, it's, we're, we're practically out of time. I, I just want to hit this one last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite amateur porn sites has been X2. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also use an ad blocker because there are some really malicious ads mm-hmm. out there. Um, X2 has, through WebSockets, found a way to serve some ads through the web block, through, through the ad mm-hmm. blocker. Okay. And it's how the technology goes. Yeah, it's how the technology goes. And I. Don't, I'm not really angry at X2 for serving ads. You know, they need to make money you, to, to when continue their When you say their malicious existence. ads. There are ads out there that will continue to track and call back your web activity even after you've left the page through okay. JavaScript. Okay. Or if you click on them, will do escalation privileges and install malware from a single click on an ad. Um, And that's really a problem with the ad networks themselves. But my, my grunt about Xtube is not that they have found a way to get around my ad blocker. It's an arms race. Mm -hmm. I get it. It's that they are now serving me ads for straight porn. And Mm -hmm. I am seeing siliconed F cup breasts. And I'm like, 
that's not what I want. You're, you're not serving me an ad that catches my attention. You're serving me an ad that pisses me off. And so I'm shifting over to Pornhub. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's it. I mean, it's the same thing as when I'm on Hulu and they keep serving me up car ads. I don't want to see car ads. I'm not in, I don't buy cars enough that I want to just waste time looking at all these advertisements for cars. You're not going to get me to buy a car. And they always have this thing where it was like, was this ad useful? I'm like, no, no, no. 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 And, but I keep getting these ads for cars. And I'm like, this is, this is something that's not fun. You know, this is not right. working. Well, and I know. It's not effective right, for right. you. And it's not effective for the companies who are wasting my time. In right. fact, I'm hating and, them. You know, I, when I bought my last car, yeah, I did, a lot, I did research online for it. And as a side effect, for about six months after I bought my car, I was seeing nothing but car ads. And I think that's just, yeah, that's just sloppy programming for ads. It's like, I don't want to see breasts. Show me dicks. Show me asses. You should know what I like to look at by what I click on. Yeah. You could figure this out. Or, or, or the fact that you ask when I log in, I am male yes. or female, and I prefer male and or female. Yeah. And also, Use that to serve your ads. And also the fact that some of your ads are actually malicious malware, it's like, you're doing something wrong. You, it, that's yeah. not the ad's fault. That's Xtubes. I'm sorry. No, it, it, it's really the ad networks because... Then I, they should X, not be using those ad networks. The problem is it's the Google ad network, which, yeah. It, then it's Google's fault. It's like, probably. Hey, I'm but, sorry, but I, you know, I'm on a site. You're going to show ads to me. If that those ads are actually malware, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Well, anyway, we have run out of time again. Send your pictures, questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com. Tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Or leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ox, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane and Lansing Monk. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.